Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Sometimes we try to do nice things, but it's not what he's telling us to do. So when we try to do something, like we have the right heart for it. It's not that we're trying to be rebellious or disappointing to him, but we're not doing what he's actually telling us to do. We're like, oh, you like this, right? Like I'm doing something that you like, but he's like, no, you need to be over here. Um, so... <laughs> So, um, and when we do all of this, they will bring forth a sweet fragrance that pleases Him. Um, yeah, that's my goal in life is to please Jesus. Nothing else matters. It could be living under a bridge or something. I was pleasing Jesus. It's fine. I'm good. Nothing else matters. Um, so since we don't we don't give literal sacrifices nowadays um, because. Um, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. You can go to the next one. Don't panic. The lambs are safe now. Not when I'm around. Unless your mom's here. Then but, but, so we don't. <laughs> so I know in some, like when I was younger, it used to scare me because I was like, oh my goodness, I have to sacrifice a lamb. I don't even like know where to get a lamb. <laughs> um, I was like, poor baby lamb. Um, but we don't have to worry about it because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And so in the Old Testament, when they used to do that, it was a sin repentance. Um, and so, but Jesus already did that. So we don't have to worry about killing the lambs. They're safe. They're safe. Um, however, we do have the opportunity to partner with God as we die to ourselves daily as a living sacrifice which makes a beautiful fragrance unto him. So don't get me wrong, we're still dying on the inside. <laughs> Every day to ourselves when the flesh is screeching, scratching all the walls. <laughs> but we're dying to ourselves and that makes a beautiful fragrance unto him. Amen. It is a sacrifice and it is very hard. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's, you know, if you're walking with Jesus, it's not too bad, but if you're trying to do it by yourself, it's a little rough. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and there, it's on that. <laughs> So, what does it look like to be a living sacrifice? Again, he's still teaching me about this because he was just <laughs> teaching me about this this week. Oh yeah, who wants to be a human sacrifice? Oh, I thought that was funny. Um, but so, what does it look? That's yeah. I your humor. My humor. I'm sorry. Um, so, what does it look like to actually be a human sacrifice? Also, I just want to clarify that being a human sacrifice is figurative and not literal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like writing this and I was like, I feel like I need to put a disclaimer in there. We're dying to our flesh, not literally dying. So, um, the first thing that. Yeah, he's cute. So, the first thing that. Um, we do 
to look like one of the things that he put in my heart for what does it look like to be a living sacrifice was number one walking in love um because love is the greatest of all things like basically if you're walking in love you're walking in everything that it takes to be a living sacrifice but i know that's very broad so we're gonna go down a little bit more um the list in different specific ways but walking in love is the first one and it's the most important because without love you can't do anything else without love you can't have patience without love you can't forgive people without love you can't be kind and generous love is the first thing and it's the most important um, so Ephesians 5, 1 through 2 says, Follow God's example, therefore as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So when we love people, especially when it's hard, like <laughs> when we love people when they're being frustrating or when they're not being nice to us, that is an ultimate sacrifice because that's what Jesus did. He loved us when we were persecuting him. He loved us when we were calling him names. He loved us when we were running away. And that's the ultimate sacrifice. That's the best thing that you can do. That's the best thing that you can give him is walking in love because that's what he did. And John 15, 12 just says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And that's such a great verse. It's a little taunting, because he was Jesus. <laughs> so I was like, oh my goodness, that's scary. How can I do that? But if it's in the Bible, we can do it. And um, we can do it with him. We don't have to do it apart from him. Because he still teaches us, even though you know he's in us, he'll help us. So my example, I'm going to have, you're going to see under here, it says example, and it's just going to say a weird phrase. That's just to help me remember my stories. This one says old stamp lady. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where I work, I talk on the phone um, for, that's my living. I just talk on the phone, customer service. Um, and this lady called me. Probably 30 minutes before I was about to leave and I was like, okay, I got this. I'll have a couple more calls after her It'll be fine. And then I can just go home. Well, that's not <laughs> what happened um, So she starts she was so sweet. I absolutely <laughs> loved her. I think her name was Jane And so Jane she was talking to me about her bill and has all these questions And so I'm finally trying to wrap it up and I'm like, okay Well, is there anything else I can do for you? And then she just starts telling me about these stamps that she's got to go buy <laughs> she just starts telling me about like everything about her life, like every little detail. And I didn't have the heart because it was I was starting to get overtime for this because it was past the time I was supposed to go. And she's just talking and talking and I tried a few times, like, well, is there anything else I can do for you? And and she's like, and then she just keeps talking, talking, talking. So I'm just like, okay, well, Time and a half, I knew she baby. was older. And I was like, okay, she probably doesn't have anyone else to talk to. So I talked to her for about 30 minutes and just let her talk and talk. You could barely get a breath in. Like, um, eventually I did have to cut it off because I was getting paid overtime. But, um, but it was just... I was trying to, even though I wanted to go home, I was tired from the long day of talking to a hundred customers. I knew that she needed this. And even though it was something that I didn't personally want to do, <laughs> I still chose to do it because I needed to walk in love with her. 
and just love her where she's at and show her that she's important, that she's loved and that she's needed in that moment. So that's my example of the old standpoint. Um, so the second thing that we can, that, um, what does it look like to be a living sacrifice? The second thing that it is, is forgiving people who've wronged you or asking for forgiveness. I realized this after the PowerPoint was already done, <laughs> that it also includes asking for forgiveness because that's hard too. Um, so um, Luke 17, three through four says, so watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times comes back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. So this one's really hard for me. As you guys know, I spoke about forgiveness last time <laughs> I taught. And so this one is difficult for me personally, just because I'm good at remembering things, which is a blessing and a curse. Because you remember all the things, like you can go through high school, it's great. You remember all the stuff. But then when it comes to like people doing things against you, you remember it easily and it affects you. Um, <laughs> So I was at work. Most of my examples are going to be at work because that's the only time I go out in the world. Um, <laughs> the rest of the time I'm just at home, oh, homebody watching yeah. Netflix. Um, but so I was at work, and this was before I left for overseas. And there was this lady. She's I love her to pieces. I love her so much. She's I feel like she's been through a lot of stuff, and so it helps me know where she's coming from um but there was this one day i got i used to be in a row that was far away from her and then right before i left they put me like right next to her and so it was easy for me to get be away from the drama because i wasn't there all the time yeah. but then when i was in the row it was really hard um but i was doing good for the most part and one day she just kind of she snapped on me and i was frustrated and <laughs> i was like i was like Oh my gosh, I can't believe she just said that. I didn't do anything to her. But I was just keeping my mouth shut and I was like, okay, whatever, I'm not gonna talk to you today. I'm just kidding. No. Um, but I was like, okay, God, I forgive her because she doesn't know what she's doing. Like she doesn't know you and she can't do anything else. And so the next day, I wasn't really talking to her. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna keep to myself here. And she comes up to me and she she's like, Camille, I'm so sorry. I realized I snapped at you yesterday. Like, I didn't mean to. You're the sweetest person. Like, I would never hurt you on purpose. And I'm like, I love you and I forgive you. It's okay. Uh -huh. And she just starts crying. She was like, <laughs> she's like, why would you forgive me? Like, how can you do that? I was mean to you. And I was, she was just crying and she was like, thank you so much. So. I was able to be an example to her of what Jesus did for us. Because Jesus forgave me. He forgave everything that I've done. And what she did to me can't compare to what I did to Jesus or the way that I've hurt him. And so um, that's my example of um, walking, being a living sacrifice in that area. And, um, now she, did, <laughs> she hasn't snapped at me since. Sometimes she comes and talks about other people Ooh. to me, but I just changed the subject, so it's fine. <laughs> like, right. did you see yeah. that? Like, there's a cake over there. Yeah. She's like, you're changing the subject. I'm like, you know me so well. That's what you're doing right now. <laughs>
so much. I love her so much. She has a big heart. I know it. <laughs> she really does. She does. I know it. Yeah. She has a big heart. She just doesn't know how to show it. Um, so number three is persevering <laughs> through trials <laughs> and suffering for the Lord's will to prevail. Yes, you can do it. Come on. It's like it's like an ad. Yes, you can do it. I can do it. I promote this ad like. <laughs> Erko promotes this ad. <laughs> you can do it. So I underlined for the Lord's will to prevail because I realized that sometimes in church we say that you have to go through trials and sufferings when Jesus is saying that we don't have to actually do that part of it. So like sometimes if you're sick, oh, I'm just going through trials and sufferings and God wants me to be sick. But that's not what he says. That's right. So that's right. Come on. True. But, yeah, so sickness isn't of the Lord. Or if you're in a place where you're in trials and sufferings and he's telling you to leave, but you're not listening, mm -hmm. yeah, that's not something you're supposed to be in anymore yeah, if he's telling you to leave. Right. Um, but, so persevering through trials and suffering for the Lord's will to prevail. So that's one. Um, the verse for that is, blessed is James 1, 12. And it says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And I was laughing at this verse because when you're persevering through a trial, and I'm sure every one of us has been through some form of trial and suffering. But for me, it felt like I was dying. And I was like, I'm like, I know my flesh is dying, Lord, but I'm going to die physically if you don't hurry up. <laughs> so... But it feels like you're dying, like your flesh is literally crumbling, and to yeah. me it was like, it's screaming on the inside, like I don't want to do this. But when we persevere, he gives us life, yeah. he gives us his yeah. life, the crown of life, yeah. that can't be taken away from us after we persevere yeah. through that trial. Amen, honey. Amen. Um, right. Another scripture for persevering is, my probably my favorite one is the chapter of Isaiah 53 um, because that shows the ultimate picture of perseverance yeah. and through suffering and sacrifice. Um, yeah, that whole chapter when it's talking about how he was despised and how he was like, he was mocked and basically he did all the stuff. He was brought to the as a lamb to the slaughter, but he didn't open his mouth. That's yeah, our example. That's so we have an example of how to persevere yeah. through trials and yeah, suffering. Right, right. We have an example of what it looks like to do that with grace and humility and love and come out still the victorious. Yeah. And so Jesus is always our example for all of these things that I'm going to talk about. But this yes. is the one where it was, it was the ultimate picture of sacrifice. Yeah. And yeah, he was yeah, I love that verse. You guys should read the whole chapter multiple times. Yes, yes. Just read it every day. Um, <laughs> every yeah. hour, no. Um, but so my example for this one is also from work. Um, when I wasn't sitting next to the lady who was mean to me, I was sitting next to someone else who was more mean to me. Um, <laughs> she was my desk partner for like a year. And it was hard because she didn't act mean to me at first, but she had ill intentions. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she was just bitter, and I can't go into details anyway. Um, but she wasn't very nice to me. 
And so I was, I just was like, I would call mom crying on my mom. So I was like, mom, like I can't, I don't understand why she's doing this. I would call dad and I'm like, dad, what do I do? Like, do I go to HR or something? Like, I didn't know what to do because I'd never really been in that situation before. And they're just like, you have to like love her and you have to persevere. I thought about changing desks. I thought about leaving, but I, I was, God was just like, you have to love her and you have to persevere through this. And so I did, and then by the time I was about to leave, they ended up moving my desk um, to a different row, which, yeah, I got to test my love there, too, so, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but it was good, like, now I'm able to talk to her and love her because I persevered through that. I didn't give up, I didn't cower away, I stood my ground, but I still loved her. So which is important you still have to stand your ground even if someone's being mean to you you can stand your ground in a way that's still loving yeah. you can stand your ground in a way that's still kind um but just you have to really listen to what jesus is saying because there's a there's a very thin line there of standing your ground um so that was that one um number four is praising god through every circumstance and I just really, I didn't take these pictures, but I thought they were really cool, and I loved them. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I want my children to dance on the beach. <laughs> They're so cute. But praising God through every circumstance, every season, every storm. Um, for So if you're a worshiper, um, this one, for me, it, it was easier than the other ones because I'm our, I already love worship. Um, it was still hard, don't get me wrong, but it was easier than the other ones. But if you already have a hard time worshiping, then this one might be harder. Um, so I don't have that perspective. I don't know what it's like. But um, so praising God through every circumstance. In Hebrews thirteen fifteen, it says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. The fruit of the lips that openly profess his name. Yeah. Let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. And so no matter what it costs, I just think of the people that are overseas in like Afghanistan. It's a sacrifice for them to praise God. It's not just that they're having a hard time and, oh, this is a dry spell. Like, I can't hear God anymore. No, it's, it's a sacrifice for them to praise God. And yet the Christians over there still do it. It's so important, though, because I feel like when it's a sacrifice, it's a different fragrance than when it's easy. When it's hard, it's a different, a stronger, more beautiful fragrance than when it's easy and when it's good. Um, So, yeah. Um, And then Psalm 34, 1 through 3 says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips, and I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And so when we're willing to praise through the problems, to praise through the storms, it actually lifts up others and it helps them to be able to do it too. Like, oh, we're in this together. Kind of like when you're like a warrior and you're going together and you're like, we got this, even though we're going, we're, we're facing our death, maybe, we're not sure, but we got this, we're still going to be yeah. joyful, we're still going to be, praise God. Um, like in Second Chronicles, when they sent out the worshipers first, 
That's my favorite, like my favorite story is when they sent out the worshiper first, even though that they were outnumbered, God used it and they used their praise to gain the victory. Um, so my example for this one, this was a rough time. Um, so yeah, I think I told this story before, but I was, when I was overseas, I was frustrated and sick um, <laughs> for part of the time when I was in Zimbabwe on my trip. Just a bunch of stuff kept happening. I feel like the enemy was kind of targeting me um, because I was over there, but I got, my finger got infected, my hand got scorched and sunburned, and then I got boils um, under my arms, which I never knew what those were until I just knew Job had them. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that is. Like, maybe like a mosquito bite, but no, it is not like a mosquito bite. Yeah, both of them. So I had seven on each arm um, at one point. And so I was so frustrated because I was like, I was like, God, I'm here for you. Like, I gave up everything to come here. But I was like, but he got me to the place where I was, I knew he was good in that moment. And I was like, God, no matter what happens, I'm going to praise you. Whether I die here, I'm gonna praise you until I die. On, it was very right. hardcore at that time. Yeah. Survival yeah. mode. Um, but so I remember we used to pray often, like we would spend hours in prayer and worship. And one day we were supposed to be in the corridor all together, but I went to my room and I was just like crying out to God and I was on the floor and I was like, God, no matter what happens, I love you, but I need you to heal me. I was like, even if it's not right now, I'm going to praise you through it, but I know that you're gonna heal me. Oh, and yes. so praising him, it builds up our faith for the yes. unexpected yeah. and the things that we yeah. think were impossible because they kept giving me drugs and it wasn't working. Yeah, come on, so the natural that. stuff right. wasn't Ooh, working for word. me, but when I finally gave up yeah, and gave good. it to God and just said, I'm gonna praise you through the storm, I was able to start the process of healing. It didn't happen right away, but it started, yeah, that's good. which is okay. Um, so number five is choosing joy in a hard season. Um, I love this verse. It says, the desert island and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom, and it will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. Yes. And so, um, yeah, this one is hard because choosing joy in a season where it feels dry and where you feel like you don't have enough Jesus, it's really hard because you can't be joyful without him. Like, it's <laughs> he's like the, like the most bubbly person and then I'm just over here like, uh, I need you. Anyway, but... I love this verse because it's talking about, it says the crocus, and I guess, I don't know if people know what kind of flower that is, but we have a picture up on the next one. Um, so the crocus, crocus, they're perennial, so they come back every year. So I was laughing because yes. Jesus is like, if you're going through a hard time and you get through it, just remember it's going to come back. expensive spice called saffron and so they bloom and they bloom in the winter 
So something that, so normally flowers don't bloom in the winter, but this flower, it blooms in the winter, it comes back every year, and it produces the most expensive spice oh, that you can so buy. Oh, it's so good. And so ah, even though it's a hard season, I'm growing a whole bunch of those. It's like this will never end, or that this is just, it's yeah. too hard or too dry for you. I think just remembering that it's going to produce the most expensive, the most fragrant, the most beautiful thing that God desires in you. It'll produce more jewels than you could imagine inside of you and in your character. We're growing yeah, a bunch of crocuses. That's so good. Yeah, they're Sandra. purple, which means royalty. I'm so they're royalty through Come all on. of that. Come on. Amen. All right. Oh, this is a so, yeah, number six is How do you grow it? Make some money. What I was talking about earlier. Um, this one, there's an example of, like, the, the wheat, it can't reproduce if the seed doesn't die. And so we can't fully grow or fully become a living yeah, so. sacrifice until we're willing to die to ourselves. Right. Um, so this verse says, but we have this treasure in, years of, in jars of clay to show that his all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death <laughs> for Jesus' sake so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal bodies. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. So that last piece there, I was confused. I wasn't going to put that in. And then Jesus told me what it meant, or at least. <laughs> <laughs> so it's saying, so death is at work in us. So as we're dying to ourselves, his life is working in other people. Right. And so as we're willing to die to ourselves, the more life that's going to go to other people. Mm -hmm. And eventually we'll have life too. It's just we have to continue dying to ourselves in order for us to see the life mm -hmm. produced in other people oh, yeah. due to our sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Because if, if all of us were selfish people, then literally there would be no life at all. And I'm scared of a world that we, if that world comes to pass, I'm like, Jesus, take me now. Like, I can't. Um, but so we have to continue to bring light to other people by being willing to humble ourselves and die to ourselves, no matter what the cost is. And so I was thinking this through about fragrance and how um, in order to make a fragrance out of a rose, it has to die and then be crushed up. And, but that's not the end of it because most roses, they're perennials as well, so they always come back sure. to produce more roses. Right. And the more you actually take off of them and prune them and trim them, the more that they'll have the next year when they come back. So even though it feels like we're being crushed, it's a beautiful fragrance. We're gonna come back next year and we're gonna have more fruit or more blossoms than we did in the first place. So, yeah, we can find examples in all of God's nature. I just want to say that. I'm a big nature yeah. person. Um, so, 
Number seven is, um, <laughs> what does it look like to be a living sacrifice? It's doing good and sharing. Um, so Hebrews 13, 16 says, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. And so even when we're doing something really small, like sharing some food or sharing, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, just anything, when we're sharing and doing good to others, it's a sacrifice unto God. And it's like that verse, everything you do, do unto the Lord. When we do everything unto the Lord, it brings a fragrance. And it's a sacrifice unto him. So I have an example that goes with this picture. Um, so basically, I got a new cat. Um, her name is May. Now, I'll share most things with you. But I have a very hard time sharing my babies, which are my cats because I don't have real babies yet. So, or Jackie. I love you, Jackie. You're always in my stories. Jackie yes. was holding my cat, May, May. and she it's was talking about taking her somewhere, and I was like, no, give me my cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still working on this one. Um, you know, I can't be perfect. I just want to know it's okay. Yeah. Even though I'm up here talking about it, doesn't mean I've mastered it yet. So if you guys struggle with some things, I struggle with sharing. It's okay. I'll get over it. Yeah, but God, he loves it when we share with each other because it's like we're siblings. He loves it when we're getting along yeah, in a unity because good. unity is good and pleasing Amen. to him. That's right. And sharing your cat brings Amen. unity amongst the household. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Number eight is spreading the truth of Jesus. That's part of what it looks like to be a living sacrifice is spreading his truth. And 2 Corinthians 2, 14 through 15 says, But thanks be to God who always leads us as captives into Christ's triumphal procession um, and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. And so we have the honor of being able to spread his truth and God's truth, it is like a pleasing aroma because people want to hear it. People want to be a part of it. They just don't know it yet until they get a taste of it or they yeah. get a smell of it. So good. Mm -hmm. Smell. This makes, that word makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so my example is when I got home, I was all gung-ho about <laughs> telling my whole family about Jesus. And so my grandpa, he believes in Jesus, but I never really, well, somewhat, yeah. He, I thought he was saved, but I didn't know, and I was concerned for his soul as a good missionary would do when she comes back. <laughs> it's very gung-ho. I was like, I'm gonna call everyone I know that doesn't know Jesus, and I'm just gonna preach. That's right. <laughs> All right, so that happened. Um, so I was talking to my grandpa about Jesus, and I was, I was honestly concerned for his soul because I didn't know where he was. And so he got this smile on his face when I was talking to him. He was like, I know you're concerned for me, but I know me and the guy upstairs are good. And so <laughs> I was still concerned, but, but like I was able to spread Jesus 
Jesus's truth, I was able to share of some things I went through over there. And I know, I know, I know that it impacted him, even if I didn't see it on the outside. I know that it, he was able to tell that there was a difference in me and there was a difference in the way that I perceived Jesus just because I was spreading the truth that Jesus gave me while I was over there. And while we're talking about that, this is a little off topic, but it's so important to spread the truth that Jesus gives you about him. So what's close to your heart, what you're passionate about, what he's teaching to you, because it's hard to teach someone something that you don't even know about yeah, over here. Right. And so when he's teaching you something that's in accordance with his scripture, that's probably gonna be the most impactful thing that you can share with other people yeah. and share the aroma of Jesus with them. That's so good, thank you. Um, number nine is choosing him above everything else. Um, this, this verse makes me laugh too, because sometimes I'm Martha. Um, <laughs> it says, Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. <laughs> But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. And Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. And so I love this verse because it's like when you choose Jesus over everything the world is telling you to choose, he gives you validation. He doesn't just leave you there to be like, oh, I'm being crazy, crazy Christian over here, giving up everything. But he validates it and says, no, you chose the better thing. You chose the most perfect thing, and this is what I wanted. It gives me pleasure in that you chose that. Um, my practical example for this is when I left my job because that was hard when no one wanted me to leave. My grandma called me from Arizona and was like, do you know how much you're making? You need to stay there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was like, you could die in Africa. Just stay at your job. I was like, oh, okay. Oh my God. Um, so, <laughs> so that was, it was hard because even though it was just a job, it felt like I was giving up everything because that was all that I had. I was giving up my family, leaving them. I was giving up my job. I was giving up a ministry that I had just started that was newborn. Um, and so I felt like I was giving up everything. But I can, I'm a testimony that he gives it all back when yeah, you come home. And even better because when I got home, I was a different person. And so he made me new. He transformed me and made me like him. And I know I'm still not perfect, but I'm different than what I was before. And so I, come, I came home, and then they offered me the job again. And so even though he had me give it up before, he gave it back to me. And so if he's asking you to give up something, it could be something like small or it could be something big. Just know that he'll give you something even better in the end. And that... Um, it's worth it for sure. Um, so number 10 is being honest even if it's hard. This one I struggle with. I don't like hurting people's feelings. And I just sometimes don't want to share what I'm feeling at the time. And so... Sometimes when you do. Sometimes I overshare it. 
It's one or the other. Um, but so first John 3, 18 through 19 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech. So basically by pleasing people with what you're saying to them or what they want to hear, but with actions and in truth. So this is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. That's important because if we're not telling the truth about something just to spare someone's feelings, we're not at rest. Um, <laughs> we're not at rest in his presence. Um, <clears throat> so my example is from Africa. Um, wow, this is real. <laughs> So this one's hard for me because I don't think I've shared this with people before. Um, but while I was in Africa, there was this person, this guy who wanted to marry me. Um, and so, so if he, <laughs> he had a good heart, he had a very good heart. And he loved Jesus a lot, but the way that he was going about it wasn't healthy and it wasn't honest. He didn't know, but he was he was being manipulative a little bit. And so I was by myself over there, the only like American, the only like one who knew my culture. And so basically I was trying to adapt to their culture while he's trying to chase me. Um, anyway, I ended up having to be honest with him after everything and just be like, like, I don't no, th this isn't of God. Even though you think it's of God and you think I'm the one for you, I'm really not because I wasn't at peace. Yeah. Um, we had talked about a little bit about dating, but by the end of my DTS or close to the middle, I was just, I wasn't sleeping at night <laughs> and I was so nervous and so scared and I was just so worried all the time that I I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, okay, I have to tell him no. I have to be firm and I have to tell him no. Because even though it hurt him, even though it might have been something that he didn't want to hear, that his plan didn't work, um, it was something that I needed to do because it, it was loving of me not to make him yeah. think that that was actually going to happen. Um, so that's my life story. That's the worst that's my, my biggest regret right there. <laughs> um, anyway, so number 11 is pray for those who hurt you. And so Matthew 5, 43 through 44 says, You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So the best example for this is Jesus. I can think of one in my life because this, I do pray for people that hurt me, but I'm still working on continually praying for people that hurt me, not just doing it once and giving it up. Um, so the best example for this is Jesus. He makes intercession for us in heaven continually. He's praying for us. He's um, asking God and just praying protection over us, praying that we come into the fullness of who he's calling us to be. He's praying for us in heaven. And... I was just, when I was thinking about this example, it was just like when he was on the cross and he said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. <laughs> so that's the, again, ultimate example of praying for someone who hurts you while you're literally dying on the cross from the people who put you there and say, God, forgive them. They're not, they don't know what they're doing. That's right. That's they're still little kids. They don't know what they're doing. That's right. 
a lot of us would be like, God, strike them down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've prayed that How before. Dare yeah. 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 Years ago. Yeah. 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 Years Lord, ago. Lord, strike them down. The prayer no. strike prayers. Yeah. 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 People do it all the time. So, Lord's working my heart. Yeah. 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 He's the ultimate out. sacrifice because he definitely could have struck them down. He could have <laughs> had the angels come and rescue him, but he knew that what he was doing was fulfilling the destiny that God had for him yeah. and would ultimately help us fulfill his destiny. Yeah. Because if he didn't do it, then where would we be? Yeah. Going to hell, that's where I would be going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about you. What a way to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, sorry guys, I'm very abrupt. People tell me I'm too honest sometimes, but this is my life. So, for this section, I felt like a good summary verse was Romans 12, 9 through 21, I think. Um, this verse helped me get through a lot of Africa because there were a lot of times when I was just bitter and I just, I was like, God, I need you. This In my Bible, it says love, love is the greatest thing over those verses. And it was, it just really helped me. So everything that I said over here is this is what it looks like to be a living sacrifice, is yeah. these verses here. Um, so love must be sincere, hate what is evil, and cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love, and honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Mm -hmm. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need, even if it's your cat, Practice hospitality, <laughs> bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, live in harmony with one another and do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited, do not repay evil for evil, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone, if at all possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, and I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, and in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so, even if it feels like when you're living as a living sacrifice, when you choose that path, even if it feels like you're losing a lot of stuff, like, God, I'm giving up so much. I'm basically a doormat. Like, people are walking all <laughs> over me all of the time. There's nothing I can do. If it feels like that, just know that God is going to take care of you in the end. And everything that you go through now, it's going to work out for a better purpose in the future. Even though you can't see it and it feels like you're dying, it's going to be okay in the future. And it's going to be better than you would have, if you were to done your plan and just been selfish or not been humble or not learned how to grow in love. His plan is going to be better and you're going to be happier in the coming future because you're willing to sacrifice um, what he wants you to do. So that was that. Um, so, don't try to hide your fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't. <laughs> I just wanted to give you, a picture's worth a thousand words, that's all. 
what I got right here. Oh my god. Um, so don't try to hide your fragrance. Um, Oh my gosh, it's like a rainbow color. No one here hides their fragrance. I've learned. So, oh my gosh. Shane just let them just come. That's a lot. But don't don't try to hide your fragrance, your fragrant offerings to the Lord. That's right. Um, I think yeah. Though, as Christians, I think some uh, we've gotten a little bit cowardice because we'll suppress our fragrance, we'll suppress our gift from the Lord, we'll suppress what He's calling us to do when we're with the world. But then when we're at church, we're like, woo, Holy Spirit, come, woo. Yeah. But when we're out in the world, we're suppressing ourselves and we're being cowards because we're not willing to be who we're called to be in the middle of that mess. We're not being who we're called to be in the middle of the darkness, not realizing that the darkness will flee when we come out with our light. Like, bam, I'm here, devil. You can't mess with me. But So don't try to hide your fragrance. Um, when Before I left for Africa, people... <laughs> They would ask me why I'm so joyful. I feel like people, some people were annoyed. Um, I was a little bit <laughs> So I was this, I was really bubbly. And where people, like no matter how mean to me people were, were no matter like how many things are going on in the office, I was just always bubbly. And so one time my coworker who works in a different department came up to me and it's like, Camille, how are you so happy all the time? And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> So that one was, a, I was young and I was in high school, and I'm going to be honest, as you get older, it's harder, because it feels like you were like that way just because you were young, or just because you were foolish in the world's eyes, and so as you get older, it's harder to be more joyful, or to let your fragrance go in the middle of a work, like, on, your work, or in the middle of so the places good. where you are, because it's kind of scary, because you're like, you're an adult now, you have to be serious. <laughs> Jamar does have a problem. I'm so proud. Jamar teaches her ways. Yeah, yeah. But so now that I've been home and that I'm older, I've realized that it's real. It's hard. It's easier for me to try to fit in with the people around me than try to be bubbly and let God shine through me because there's less questions when I'm fitting in with the world there's less sarcastic remarks yeah. and people are they're nicer because they're like you you're like them and you're not you know you're not like an alien like what's wrong with you people accept you better so that's something I'm trying to work on right now is just continuing to let God's joy and light shine through me even though I'm older and technically supposed to be an adult not that adults are boring, but <laughs> from what I've experienced, it's yeah. different. Some adults are boring, but not you guys. You guys are great. Um, so, and, yeah, and I think if we remember what our fragrance brings to the Lord or what happens when we're willing to be open about who God's called us to be, it'll be easier for us to do that. 
Um, and so these are just some things that God put on my heart that the effects of your fragrant offering, like what happens when you're willing to be in the fullness of who he's calling you to be and lift mm. up that sacrifice to him. I take a picture of that. And so the first one is that his holiness can rest in our region. Come on. Amen. That's a good thing. Yes, um, it is. So I didn't write these ones down because I was running out of space. But Ezekiel 20:41 says basically he's just if he's speaking to the children of Israel and he's like you will be a fragrant aroma in my nostrils and he's like basically his holiness is resting on them because of what they're being who they're called to be now. They were scattered and they were persecuted but he's bringing them together and he's bringing them his holiness upon them. And so that's what happens when we let our fragrance rise. Um, his glory will rest on us. It was talking about in Exodus 29, 42, when they sacrificed a lamb. That whole chapter is about giving a sacrifice to the Lord, and there's many different ones. But they were sacrificing a lamb to him, and it basically says, my glory will come and dwell among them. And so when we're willing to live sacrificially or being living sacrifices, glory will come and rest on us. Now, I know that we already have the glory of God living in us and is like we're holy and everything, but it's able, it affects the people around us when we're willing to be a fragrant offering and to live sacrificially. Um, we also bless God when we're willing to do that. I can't count the number of times that he smiled down on me when I, I'm just willing to be who I am in him in front of other people. I just, I see him smile, or, and it's the best thing ever. But we, we bless God, which is one of the best things that we can do, one of the most honorable things that we can do. Um, we draw other people to God. Like, again, my examples from work, when we're willing to be who we're called to be, other people are curious, they're drawn to him, and they want to know why you are the way that you are. And it's sometimes they act like you're a crazy person. <laughs> like, is something wrong with you? Like, but they're curious. Either way, it works. So yeah. <laughs> whether they think you're crazy or they just want to know, it works, and it draws other people to Him, which is our main purpose in life: is drawing Amen. people to the Lord so that they can be saved. Amen. Um, so this one is fun. It changes the atmosphere when we're willing to be a fragrant offering. Um, so an example is like how in, during Christmas, a way that you'll be reminded that it's Christmas is because you smell Christmas cookies. Mm. And so the way, when we're willing to be a fragrant offering, it actually changes the atmosphere so that God has precedence to do what he wants to do because we're agreeing with him. Mm, that's so good. Second one, it, it shows we're in agreement with God. Dang, I got ahead of myself. All right. Um. And so it affects nature. Now, this one might seem confusing, so I'm going to explain it. So when we're willing to be who we're called to be in a fragrant offering, um, it does affect nature because his glory comes, his presence comes, and it actually it affects the nature around us. I've been to multiple different cities and different places, and I you can tell when people love God then the atmosphere is just light and you feel God's love in his presence 
and then the nature actually follows it's more green it's healthier but when people like in africa when there were places where there were um witch doctors and stuff you would see that like it would be dead like yeah, you could yeah, feel yeah, it on yeah, you that's right you could yeah, feel yeah. it on you so that's what i mean i'm not trying to be crazy too charismatic that's what i mean yeah. <laughs> um and so it brings God glory when we're willing to be who we're called to be and be a fragrant offering because it shows who he is. Like you can see Jesus in people. Like when I see Miss Daylene, I see Jesus all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I aspire to be like you, Miss Daylene, as you aspire to be like Jesus. Um, and then it also shows that we want his kingdom to have precedence on earth when we're willing to give our lives as a living sacrifice. That we're willing to have him come first and we're willing to have him have his way. And then the best one, my favorite one, is that we bring God joy and he smiles down on us. Yeah. If you've never seen him smile down on you, I know Miss Sheila sees it all the time because she tells us. But if you've never seen it before, it's literally the like the best thing that you can feel and that you can see with your heart because you're like, my daddy's proud of me. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, and he just, it melts you and it's the best thing that you can ever do. So ask him to show you because he definitely wants to show you that. Mm -hmm. And so this last slide here is just something he brought up for me. It's we have the greatest honor and privilege that anyone could ever have. We have the opportunity to please God and to make him smile and to bring him joy just by being a sweet fragrance to him. And so even though it's hard, like a lot of the stuff I listed, it's hard for me. It's hard for, it's hard for everyone to live sacrificially because it wasn't our nature in the first place when we were born into sin. It wasn't our nature to live sacrificially. But when we choose to do it and to change the way that we're thinking, the way that we were maybe raised, um, when we choose to do it, it brings him a, such a smile to his face because he knows that it's us showing our love for him Amen. when we're willing to be that and to be a fragrance and to sacrifice things even if it's hard. Um, so next we're just going to do the activation. So if you guys need prayer, um, or if you guys just, you know, you want a greater grace to live sacrificially for whatever that is, whether it be walking in love, sharing, like me, I'm probably going to go in line, um, <laughs> or any of the things that were listed, or if you just need prayer generally, um, you can come up, and Jackie and Jaden are going to come up and pray for you, because they're the bomb diggity, and so, yeah, but other than that, you guys, um, you're free to go. It's actually, before we do that, it's, so it's mom's birthday, and after service, after activation is done, we're going to sing happy birthday to her. There's a cake outside, um, so if you guys want to join Thank us you. for that, there will be some form of cake, probably chocolate, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for coming. We love you. Be blessed, and be a fragrant offering. Amen. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God all things are possible.
So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.